Welcome back to another episode of Black Hollywood Live Next. Of course, this is the only place where you're going to hear from who's up and who's coming. The guest we have on the show today, the one and only Alano Miller. You've seen him on Underground as Mr. Cato, and you want to punch him in his face because he's so mean on that show. But he's an awesome actor. Stay tuned. We're talking about Drake. We're talking about uh, Beyonce. we got so much stuff going on right here on Black Hollywood Live next. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live next. Hey, hey, yeah, hey, welcome hey, back. Hey. Of course, it's Friday. Black Hollywood Live. We've got Drake playing. Views by Drake came out today. We'll talk about that in a second. But let's talk about our guest for today, Alano Miller. You've seen him on the one and only WGN's Underground. I love his character. Aww. He's so great. Give it up, Alano Miller. Hey, what's up? What's up? Well, welcome. Thank, thank you, you for gracing us with your presence. Please, thank you for having me. You're so awesome. Let's talk about a couple of things going on in the world, and then we'll get all in your business. Ah, uh, okay. All right, <laughs> you cool with that? Um, so a lot of people know what went on this past week with Beyonce. She released her Lemonade visual album. She went on tour, and on top of that, Beyonce's uh, Lemonade is now up for an Emmy consideration. Yeah. Which is huge. That's what we want to talk about in casting. Um, it's actually in the variety special category, and they're also saying that she could probably be a shoe in for the consideration in the lighting design lighting direction category okay all right a little different a little different that's kind of dope though to be like hey i'm a multi-selling singer and i have an emmy yes <laughs> <laughs> i mean it doesn't hurt right, right. i mean she's a genius i, I won't i won't uh, take that away from her what did you think about lemonade i mean i'm a little torn i'm not gonna lie i i <laughs> <laughs> i think if you are a woman especially in in this day and time brilliant i mean uh-huh. you should be throwing beyonce in the air like right, right. Beyonce, <laughs> light it up um <laughs> um but you know there are moments where i I question some of the reasons behind the the choices she she made, and I. But uh-huh. I mean, I think at all in all, I, the the part where she's carrying the bat and she's doing that whole song, right. or, or the underwater. I mean, she has so many visuals, and I think some of the poetry is dope too. But there right. were just moments I was like, "Are you stretching to make this, you know, more you about think? now?" I don't know. Sometimes I I had to, you know, I had to watch it twice just to make sure. I mean, uh-huh. there are moments where I feel like, you know, she's. Maybe she might be stretching just a little bit, but I definitely think that she's genius. I think that the poetry is beautiful, and I think for what she's talking about um, with uh, digging into women's lives and and relationships and love and pain, all that is important. I know, yes. Every woman was like, yes, Beyonce! And then, of course, you see at the end when Jay-Z and her have a touch of moment, you're like, wait. Exactly. Oh, okay. And they're probably we, we both laughing them now. at y'all. You know, they're you probably don't... both laughing at y'all, right? Right, now. right. Because we got to get information. If Beyonce said that we leaving our man, then we leaving our man. But Beyonce see, said we no, staying with our see, man. We no. staying with our No, don't you listen to Beyonce. <laughs> Don't That's you listen what it feels like. Oh, Beyonce said we staying? Okay, we staying. No, nah, don't you listen to her. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, what's up in Fresh Beats. So today, the highly anticipated Ooh. album from Drake, Views, dropped. It's 20 different songs. It's his fourth studio album. He's got uh, different guest features like Rihanna, Future, um, Pimp C. I was like, what is it? Like, it's, it's amazing. So I wanted to play a couple of songs. This is Western, Western Road Flows. I kind of like this. That's old Chill, Drake right? right there. That's old Drake. Right. That's mixtape Drake. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very true. Like you 
you number one and I'm Eddie Murphy we trading places Look I love it okay he, he, he's real I mean he's growing so much he is that potential I mean it's the same thing with Beyonce remember when she was in Destiny's Child she every song every note she was running and everything right. now she's pulled back she's gotten more grounded it, it, the words even mean more to her she you know she's even performing it with such ferociousness yeah. same thing with Drake Drake started off he was like he was good but I think now he's his swag his confidence yeah. his potential of what he's really digging for it even in his stage presence because I remember first time I saw Drake I was like <laughs> hey bro Hey, dry, can Nick. I direct you right now, bro? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but he kills it. I mean, yeah. he's killing it now. I, one of my favorite rappers. Definitely. If you had to, if you would have told me that Wheelchair Jimmy was going to be like the world's biggest Wheelchair rapper, Jimmy. I would have been like, yeah, right. Degrassi was not cool. It wasn't. <laughs> like, for him to be this great rapper. And then here's another song in there. I mean, the, the songs on The View, or on Views is very, I mean, it goes from slow, you got to get some tissues to dry oh. your eyes, to like, you know, some little club bangers. So let's play Controller. That's number, I think, 11. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, You know, he yeah. had some vibes coming yeah, from yeah, Rihanna. So. It's like, my homegirl, let me get a little more Caribbean <laughs> for my Caribbean people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Big up, big up, big up. Big up. Yeah, so go ahead and cop that. It's on iTunes exclusively. Views oh, I, need to go, by Drake. I need to go home to Jamaica then and uh, see them... Uh, Dance to this song. Right. It's be off the jam. Wait, are you really Jamaican? I'm half, yeah. My father's from Hanover, Jamaica. Ah, what yeah, you gonna yeah, do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll see me, you me. How often do you go back? Uh well, I try to go back at least um at least once every like two, three years. But because it's, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm now on the West Coast, so it's a lot right. harder than when I was in Florida. You right, know what right. I mean? And you just go over there and it's like you are with your father. But um there's special times when I go to Jamaica. It's What's your good. favorite Jamaican food? Ooh, uh, well, it's definitely curry something. Um, yeah. Curry goat, most likely. <gasps> yes! <laughs> that is my favorite. Every time I go to a Jamaican yeah. spot, curry goat curry is my Curry goat is my thing. That is in the pineapple ginger drink. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah, that's it. You can't even have it without that. It's yeah. not even okay that's if you don't do okay. that. Some plantains, <laughs> yeah, you got to have it. Right. With, rice uh, and peas. Rice and peas. Just about to, you're trying to take the words out of my mouth. Come See, on now. <laughs> man. All right, let's Some talk roti. About- <laughs> Some roti. Yes. <laughs> So, okay, you're, you grew up in Orlando, right? Yeah. The youngest of eight kids. Youngest of eight. So what was that like growing up? Did you always, did you always know you wanted to be an actor? Uh, you know, my mom started me off at a very, very age. His funny story is that I was actually a Gerber baby. My, really? Yeah, but I was a girl. I was a girl. They, oh, they, my they put up, they, they dressed me up in pink, and... Uh, and they put a little bow in my hand. <laughs> Wait, do you do you ever post these pictures I, on your Instagram? Absolutely not. Well, I Why? Don't even, I think that one was burned on purpose. I don't know. <laughs> oh, we got to find this, you guys. Nah, we gotta... <laughs> nah, the, ain't no way you find it. If you find the Gerber baby picture of Alano <laughs> as a baby girl, nah, use the hashtag nah. BHL next so we can pull it up and look at it. <laughs> no, um, yeah, so I did that. And then um, uh, my mom... I was a public speaker, actually, at the age of five. I was doing public speaking. I was traveling around the country doing motivational speaking uh, for, chil- for 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 the youth. And and uh, I was doing oratorical contests and wow. things like that. And um, this, uh, my mom always was like, you know, I used to be, she used to be in the theater, she said, when she was, you know, younger. And she uh, said, I want to see you do more, like, plays and musicals. So she just started putting me in that, and I started singing, and I started dancing. My, my sister is a ballerina in Atlanta. Oh, wow. So I just had all these, 
you know, all of that going on, I was kind of pushed into the area, whether I wanted to or not, I already had it in me. And plus, you know, when you were a kid, right. you, you, you have these family members, people come over to your house, and then what do they do? Ask you to come down, wake right. you up out of bed, bring you all the way down, <laughs> and make you uh, perform, do that thing that you did, sing right, that song, right. you know. So I did that for such a long time, and plays, and I went to performing arts high school, mm-hmm. and then uh, I did this show called Kenan and Kel, and right. uh, I sat down with Kel... Um, uh, I'm sorry, Keenan Thompson, and uh, he was telling me that he w- one of the things he wished he had done was go to school, and I thought that was a very important uh, moment for me. So I decided that I wanted to go to college and get an education in uh, in acting because I thought I was going to be a politician, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. But I just really wanted to do something bigger. I just I, I felt like this bug was something that was uh, a purpose behind it. You know what uh-huh. I mean? As opposed to the fame and the fortune and all kinds. Of, I mean, of course, that would be great, right? Right. <laughs> to a degree, but uh, yeah, it had much more stuff to it. So then, how did you make the transition um, to LA? Because you were traveling around everywhere. Like, what made you go? Okay, it's time for me to go to LA and pursue this. Yeah. So I mean, I was doing plays in New York. I was. I had, in my mind, I was like, I've already done. I've hit the 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 tier, you know what I mean, the top tier for New York as far as, you know, working. And uh, I started doing, you know, a little television here and there, and I hit this wall. And that wall was uh, them deciding that they weren't going to cast series regulars out of New York. Mm. And I that really frustrated me. And, and I, I remember just coming here for a month and just trying it out. Now, my first experience, just so we could be clear, my first experience to L.A. almost killed me. Why? <laughs> what happened? Well, I almost got shot by a, a 90 year old woman. What? Yeah, this I have a crazy story. So <laughs> Oh, you have to LA, tell us oh, this. LA yes. is crazy. So uh, when I first got here, I just graduated from Purchase and uh, I came out here and uh, I, I actually stayed with this uh, um, family or whatever, a very kind, loving family. And they um, introduced me to my to a manager and I ended up getting an agent. Everything was cool. First two weeks, I was like, oh, I'm about to be, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm about to be all right. And uh, <laughs> anyway, I went with this group, They, I mean, with this family. One day, uh, one of the girls used to be a part of this uh, group called Dream. Um, it's Puff Daddy's white girl group called Dream. It was back. Oh in the, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, that back yeah. in the day. Okay, yeah. So anyway, I ended up going to uh, a birthday party that they were throwing, and it was on this yacht. I go to this yacht, and they walk in, right? And so all the kids, you know, they're screaming, "Oh my god!" You know, it's Dream. And I walk in after them, you know, nonchalant because mm-hmm. I ain't nobody. And the kids lose their minds. So now I'm looking around like, who, who, who else is there? You know. <laughs> Well, lo and behold, they thought I was Puff Daddy. Oh Yeah, so they had me sign autographs for an hour as Are Puff you Daddy. Serious? Yeah, he actually, when we made a video and everything and sent it to him, and he was laughing like, dude, you look, no- I look nothing like, that is we're so not even the same funny. shape. I know, like, right? All black people look the same, apparently. Yeah, you just apparently. have to be like, okay, yeah, I signed it. I got you. Yeah, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, so I, I end up, you know, moving away, and uh, I end up uh, staying with this uh, nice um Older woman. I didn't know at the time, but she had Alzheimer's. And uh, so, uh, okay. yeah, one day I wake up and she pulled a gun out on me. And She's like, what are you doing in my yeah, house? Exactly. Oh, my gosh. And I almost got shot. Yeah. And then I, you know, I, I had to drive back. I was like, I'm done. I can't do L.A. anymore. So I drove back cross country to New York and. And I got my feet back, you know, wet and 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 grounded back into the streets of uh-huh. what New York hustle is. So, yeah, and I thought I would never come back here again. So, so then what made you come back? 
that? Well, I mean, first my wife, she uh, had, you know, she had had a bit of success and, and I had just enough credits that I thought I could survive here to at least get in a room. And we wanted to make sure that we had the, the right agency and stuff taken care of. And once we did that, you know, I said, I'm willing to take the risk. And we came out here with no job, no nothing. Uh -huh. And so, I mean, to God be the glory that, you know, I, 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 Three weeks later, I got my first gig, and that was that. Yeah, and you've been rolling ever since. I've been rolling ever since, yeah. So it's been the blessing. But I, I knew that if I was going to do this, I needed to be in the Mecca. It's the same right. thing of if you want to do theater, you want to go to New York or be right. in London. You can't do that. I mean, you can do it here, but the support system is such uh, so much more in New York. So it's yeah. the same thing in, in television. I mean, and now people have the argument, like, it's in uh, it's in Atlanta, it's in Chicago. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. It's still right. in it's L.A. It's still in L.A. Like, everyone's the stepchild to yeah. L.A. Let's be clear. <laughs> I know no one wants to hear that, right. but it's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> right, for sure. So uh, you have a theater background. What's your favorite play to date? Because you've done a ton of different plays. Right. Um, <clears throat> I would say probably Fences by August Wilson. Anything by August Wilson is probably going to be okay. my favorite. Um, he's uh, a, a mentor of mine and someone I looked up to and I really respect. And what he has done for people of color is just right. important. I mean, he wrote 10 plays de by decade um, history and uh his language and his insight and his uh, diamonds in the rough of you know of wisdom that he drops in every play is just right. fascinating. Right. So definitely. And then now I think uh, my new playwright will be Dominique Moriso. Okay. She's uh, out of Detroit and she has plays all over New York right now and some that have hit here in L.A. And uh, she's just a very special woman. She writes for Scandal now apparently. Oh, nice. So, yeah, she's okay. blowing up. <laughs> okay. All right. I got to check these things out. Yeah. So you, are, by the way, one of our host, Courtney, is not here today. and Ooh. she But she sends her love because she is the biggest Jane the Virgin fan. Oh. I kid you not. Like, every time I'll call her and she'll be like, hey, I'm watching Jane the Virgin. <laughs> but she, no, she's, she loves it and she was so sad she couldn't be here because she was just like, I'm going to miss Alana. Oh. She loved your character on the show, by the way. Thank so you. So sad that you died. Twice. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. What was it like working on that set, especially because it's such a, you know, innovative, different show. It's yeah. one of the biggest Latino shows we have on a major station. How right. was that? Um, it was great. I mean, you know, Gina Rodriguez is amazing. She is, yeah. We go way back and, uh, uh, my wife and her went to school together at uh, in NYU, and um, she just has that. The, everything that you see is what you get. She is the truth. Right. She definitely is very grounded and loving, and uh, um, and down to earth. And so that's basically, you know, however your lead is is normally how it trickles down. And she has that type of effect on her cast and crew. And so they're all that way. That's good. And, and at the same time, I think Jenny Ehrman just kind of gives it over to you to play and do whatever you're going to do. And so when she called me and told me she wanted me to play my my twin, well, first she called me and right. said, I'm going to kill you. And I was like, why? What did I do wrong? <laughs> and she's like, well, because I'm bringing you back as your twin. And I said, oh, that's kind of cool. Right. And I was like, who gets to do that? What brother gets to play that twin? You know, <laughs> right, we don't right. Get to do that kind of stuff. <laughs> so we, uh, so so to play the opposite of that, and then mm -hmm. turn out, no, he's not the opposite. He is that same guy. Right, <laughs> just, right, right. Such a fun. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, that yeah. is. That's really cool. It's a really cool role. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about uh, your current role right now on Ooh. WGN's Underground, which you can catch the recap show right here on our sister station, After Buzz TV, every single Wednesday. <clears throat> um. I love the show. I think it's phenomenal. Thank it's you. very well written. Yes. It's not just a 
another slave show, no. as a lot of people will, who uh, haven't seen it would think. So annoyed. It's, right, but it's so well written. I mean, the same, what, Sons of Anarchy writers. Yeah. The same people. So the writing is phenomenal. But um, what was your audition process like to even get this? Well, I think, you know, people think... Um, you know, like it's oh, it's got to be a name or someone uh, to get these types of roles, and it's not. Um, Joe and Misha wanted fresh faces. They kept asking uh, for fresh faces, and so my first thing was I went and did a pre-read with the casting director. This was just off camera, you know, just us sitting across the desk. And then um, after that, he brought me back for the producers and and for Anthony Hemingway, the director, and uh, that went kind of all right. Because <laughs> right. you're you're also you're also you know having to do it your way, but then be flexible enough to do it however the director looks at it and right. wants it and views it and that kind of thing. And so uh, then they decided that uh, they wanted to bring me back again. So I came back again and I auditioned. But this time it was just for Joe and Misha, and which was a very uh, much more intimate setting, mm-hmm. um, which was a lot easier as opposed to everyone right. being there. And then after that, they decided to test me. And, you know, and uh, it was very interesting for me because I, I knew some of the guys who were there and I, I questioned, I was like, are they... Where are we? Where are? What is the age? Of this? Like I didn't know what we were doing. I was like, this doesn't make sense. Um, and you know, I went in, and I did my thing, and that was it. And they called me and said, you got the job. And I lost my mind because I didn't think I was gonna get it. I was like, they're not yeah. gonna give it to me. Come on, son. Wow, <laughs> that is so amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the, the biggest blessing, and um, it's been one of the biggest challenges for me when I when they called me and told me about the, the about the show, I, I automatically was like, no, nah, I'm not doing it. Right. I don't want to. I'm good. What's next? And um, uh, then they they said, no, you, you read it. And then they said, no, you're going to want to go in for Noah, but, you know, they want to see you for Kato. And I was like, all right. So I read it, and I was mm-hmm. like, I don't want to be Noah. <laughs> I want right. to be Kato. <laughs> I mean, I, I love Noah's character. I love what he represents, and uh, I think that it's important to the story. But Kato mm-hmm. is... Ruthless and complex and yeah. flawed and beautiful and honest and and too blunt and right. all these things and you know uh, I I want to find that humanity with that guy uh-huh. you know how do you respect that guy or understand him or be able to to change people's perspective or or mindset towards an iconic character in our history you right know what I mean? right so that was the biggest challenge and I, I hope I've done something like that oh my goodness you've absolutely <laughs> done that and more Thank your you. your character it. I think people love to hate your character because you're that good at it oh thank you every week we're doing the recap here afterwards and I was like Ugh, that's Mr. Cato well, I'll tell you wait a minute though no, but episode 8 he's he did he, so he's softening up you know, you know we're not gonna spoil it for you guys who are behind but get on I, it what's going on I know on? right like catch up on your DVRs but I, I like where this is going I'm kinda you know yeah. he gets, he's giving yeah. Rosalie the eye Softening them up. Okay, so this is good. I'm happy to see this is going. What, what would you say was probably the most challenging thing about being on this show? I mean, wow, that's a tough question. I think, the, I mean, there's nothing that can prepare you for this show. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, every day is challenging. You wake up to go to, to I mean, for me, you know, I, I had different things like at one point it was I, I had I broke out just on this side of my face oh where your makeup was makeup and everything because oh, wow. there's mosquitoes that eat through the makeup and stuff and you can't scratch it you can't do anything so you just and so I would I would have hives down my neck and what? yeah I mean it was that kind of stuff like just 
that in itself is just a, like a process in itself. Yeah. But then, of course, the emotional aspect and the, the being physically worn out every single day. And the, and we, you know, we would see the, we would wake up and, you know, the sun was gone already, you know, and then we would leave and the sun would be up, but it would be the next day. Wow. You know what I mean? And sometimes that is, uh, you know, that's kind of jarring at times. I mean, so, the, so that in itself. And then, you know, keeping the morale up because, you know, we're exhausted and it's hot and it's, yeah. you know, and... Uh, but at the end of the day, I think we created such a safety net around each other and a, and a loving set that we could get through what we've done. And people are like, well, we want more. We want like 15 or 20 episodes. And I'm like... <laughs> uh, We're going to have to make it to freedom first, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> let's get through 10 first. <laughs> right. Because people can't even get through the first few. They're like, I can't watch this show no more. It's so good. Yeah. It's such a good show. Congratulations on season two, by the way. Thank you very so much. So excited to see that. Yeah. I cannot wait to see what happens. Because you guys have to make it to freedom. I don't know. There's like what two episodes left. Yes, there's only two episodes. You guys can't be on the run forever. Uh, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> we need to I see something. Know. We'll see. All right, so let's talk about. Um, I know you have a new movie coming out. Is yes. it movie or is it a, movie? Okay, yeah. movie loving. Yes. So it seems like you do. You tend to do different plays or shows that have some kind of meaning to you. Yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, if you're if you get to have a, a mark on, in the world by saying what you want to say, right. I think then you've done your job. And at the end of the day, I go, this is my legacy. This is yeah. my, you know, this is my chance to tell, you know, the stories that I, I want to be out in the world. And to do that, um, to to for anyone to take that away from you is just it's not fair. You right. know, we already go through so much to get to, you know, to to get into the room, you know, and so I say, if you're gonna do it, do it with passion and purpose. If you don't, uh-huh. then it's just gonna slip by you, and then you're gonna look up and be pissed that you just settled. You right, know what I mean? Right. You gotta be patient. And so I was blessed to do loving, you know, Jeff Nichols and uh, Joe Edgerton and Ruth Nega, and so I'm very, very excited. I've heard amazing things, and it's already at Cannes, and right. they're already giving it a lot of buzz. So we'll see what happens. What's your who? Who do you play? In? I play Raymond Green. He is the best friend. To uh, to um, Joe Edgerton's uh, character, who is okay. um, Richard Loving, he is the um, so it's a white man and a black woman. They get married in in Virginia mm-hmm. in the 1950s, and they are banned from the state of Virginia. Um, and uh, there is a big at the same time, you know, civil rights movement is happening, right. and so. Um, these this couple wasn't trying to be a part of the civil rights movement. Right. They weren't even. They were just. They just wanted to live together, right. married in Virginia with their family, and um, they are banned and forced to live in Maryland. And they can come back, but just one at a time. They can't come That's together. Crazy. Yeah, and. Um, you know, as it goes, the Supreme Court turns it in. Next, you know, the interracial marriage is legal, and now the state uh, has the you know their slogan is like uh, Virginia, the love the love state, right? And it's because of loving. You That's know so awesome. I mean? So yeah, so I get to play his best friend, and and it was amazing to work with Joe Edgerton. He's a beast, right? Right. He's a beast, and Jeff Nichols is just you know he he loves to do flip his hair. And that. <laughs> Yeah, let's do another take, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> but everybody was amazing. And uh, another guy who took, uh, who believed in fresh faces, didn't want to do this thing where we're trying to star everything out for right. no reason. And I believe that we are in that time now. It's a renaissance that we're a part of now. So, That's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, when does this come out, by the way? Um, November 4th. It's going to be good. Yeah, that's Oscar season. To yes. Do, so. Cross my fingers. Oscars, we're putting it out there for yeah. you. Who, what's your What's your dream role or a dream person to work with? 
Ooh, that's tough. You know, I have so many directors that I love to work with um, that I really, really respect just for different things that they do. Um, I'm I'm not really big into biopics only because they don't tend to tell the truth. <laughs> I know that's always like multiple sides yeah, to the story. It's right? like, come on, son, he's not that clean. Let's <laughs> come on. Um, but I, I like flawed characters. I like the more flawed, the better. I think because then we can really uh, see how they found their strength. You know what I mean? Which is right. important. I don't think just having it isn't. You know, no one cares that you just have it. That's, right, right. Well, kudos to you, but <laughs> um, I want to see the journey. And so, um, I think you know, probably I would love to do a, a romance soon. Um, I would love to do uh, if I could play, you know, Muhammad Ali or Barack oh, Obama wow. or something like that. I would love to do something like that. I have different views on both of them and those guys and how to approach them. And I think, you know, to watch someone like, for instance, Muhammad Ali, who has been seen as um, you know, loud and ferocious and right. proud and yeah. all those things. I love to see him when he's uh, when he lost his title right. and he couldn't box anymore. And that broken man uh, to have to almost beg Joe Frazier to help him get right. his title back. That's a different Muhammad Ali than we've never seen. And so that is the kind of you know structure I would love to attack. You know, I think you just. Uh, Put out the, your first produced movie. <laughs> I think that's what. I think no, that's what it's not that. my first produced. It's oh, what's your wait? What's your what have you produced? I produced a film this. Oh, that came out this year. Okay. Uh, it's Sundance, actually. Really? It's Sundance. Yeah, it was uh, my wife and I. We did a movie called How to Tell Your Douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I wasn't in it. My wife was. She was one of the stars in it. Uh, written and directed by Tahir Jeter, and uh, we got to Sundance, and so nice. did very well. We just sold it. Can't say who, but congratulations! Should come out this fall, so I'm very excited about that as well. Yeah, look yeah, at yeah. you. You're just so busy. <laughs> How do, what are some of your hobbies that you do outside of acting? Uh, when you have time, if you ever have time, right? <laughs> yeah, right. I, I love playing basketball. I love. Um, I'm a gamer, of course, at times, because those are things that get me off my mind. You know, right. so I don't have to think about things. Um, like what kind of game? Uh, like a Halo type of game, or oh, like yeah, I love Halo. I love I love you know shooter games. I love okay. the sports, especially like basketball, that kind of stuff. Sports, okay. soccer, baseball, you know, kind of thing. But I'm also, um, you know, I'm also uh, the other games like puzzles, like you know Tetris okay. and you know quizzes and things like that. I love okay. that kind of stuff. And I, I'm a big reader. I love reading, but not you know specifically uh, novels. More so biopics. More so mm -hmm. um, you know things that are going on all over the world. I want to you know be able to re you know f research it and right. find things out. I mean, my whole cast would tell you that I come up with some of the craziest things. Wow. <laughs> like, I was like, I just read an article that there's brain-eating amoebas <laughs> inside the water. And they're like, come on, dude. <laughs> I'm like, but it's true, you know. They right. love that. But yeah, I'm, I'm into that kind of stuff. Yeah. What's, it, what's the last book you read? Um, well, obviously, it had to be a slave one at this point. I've read so many of those. Uh -huh. uh, uh, probably the, you know, Bullwhip Days was probably the last one that we had to do that I read. Wow. Um, and that was actually because of Journey kept talking about it all the time. Uh -huh. and I was like, all right, all right, I'll read this book. <laughs> um, uh, let's see, Oscar, what was it? The, what is his name? 
the I can't think of the name right now. I cannot think of this name. It's a really good book. It's it's about a a kid who lives in Dominican Republic and we see his his life. Like he he's we know he's dead, but we watch him how he gets oh, to that moment. Wow. And it's uh I think it's called Oscar Wilde or Oscar or something. And I just yeah you you nodding your head. I yeah you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's probably one of the other books that I love too. That was okay. really great. Yeah. That's good. Look at you. Oh, and I also play, you know, I play piano and, and stuff like that. That also helps me as well because I, I like to sing and play, and I used to play saxophone. So anything with music, I also do that just to have fun, not to record. I'm not a recording I was going to say, like, why wouldn't you just, you know, you've nah, done Broadway, you nah, can sing. Why wouldn't you, nah, like, make a... Nah, you know, I, I'll do it when it comes to work, but I don't, I respect what uh, those artists do. That's a really tough, you know, I think a lot of times people wake up and they think they're going to do that thing. I go, what you do for a living, this is tough right here. This is not easy, and I respect what you do. Um, as a host, you know, I, I wouldn't just say I can do that. No, it, there's, you have to put in your ten thousand hours, and I believe in that. I believe that too. But yeah. I thank you for saying that. That yes, was really nice. But uh, but if you have a passion for something, obviously you're Absolutely. good at singing. You can play piano. Why wouldn't you just, you know, like one day, like, hey, I'm gonna write my wife a ballad and sing it. <laughs> I did. I actually See? did that twice. <laughs> she knows. Okay. And every anniversary, she's like, "Where's my song?" <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you always speaking of your wife, you always post pictures of you guys yeah. on your. Instagram, it, you guys are so cute. Thank you. Together, how do you make your marriage work in Hollywood? Because it seems like it's so hard. But not being Hollywood. Okay. <laughs> like for instance, uh, we moved to Pasadena because you know we love the fact that no one cares <laughs> about you at all. Right. Um, I, you know, you walk into a restaurant and no one turns their head and says, "Who is that? I wonder who's that." Right. You know, right. they don't care. They're into their kids and to their own world. And I think that was our big uh, state. Also, just being able to say it's not about anyone else it's just us us against the world and so you know we we hang around each other all the time we you know support each other we're at auditions with each other we're wherever oh, it is good. absolutely you know and so um she's you know my partner and she's my partner in crime and she's everything else that you know you need in order to survive any anything else is just everything else just is kind of in the way. And, right, you know, right. and so we focus on making sure that our marriage is strong because there's just too many other things in the world that are right. trying to break it up. You know what I mean? Right. And, and I'm, you know, not, not that I'm against, you know, white love or interracial love or anything like that, but I do love black love and it's, it's important that Go we ahead, show black that. Love. Exactly. Go ahead. I, I was going to say like, you know, sometimes you'll hear people talk about how they don't necessarily want to date somebody in their same, I guess, in the same profession. Yeah. Because there's pros and cons to everything. Mm-hmm. Is it, what are some of the pros and what are some of the cons of dating somebody in your profession? Well, I mean... Money, obviously, in this one. <laughs> you just pray one of us is working. Right. <laughs> Unemployment checks can go but so far. Right. Um, but, you know, I think even in that situation um, where Dwan and I, we have been broke very much mm-hmm. so. But we've, we have found ways to, because we're so creative, to love each other creatively. Right. Um, and so that is, you know, that is actually something that's very special. You don't have to spend all this money to do something where it's simple as taking, you know, on a picnic. Right, um, right. Or just taking a long walk or whatever and talking about your dreams and everything and where what how it is all going to change soon. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, but also, you know, there, there was that moment where I'm working and she's not. And, and she went three years without, you know, before she got shots fired and and uh and going through that journey with her that process with her and her deciding if she was going to continue or if she wanted to just be a writer or if she wanted to do this or she wanted to do that it it was tough at times but 
I think it is about encouraging each other and right. praying with each other and making sure that you uh, keep saying, nope, this is what you're supposed to do. Don't worry. It's coming. You know what I mean? Right. And, and you're covered. You don't have to go and do all these other things. You can focus. Just just stick with it. You know what I mean? I think when you're in those kind of relationships, the other person gets you know, what's going on. And yeah. then I can bring her on set and she understands. Or if I'm gone too long, she understands. Or if we have to be separated for a month, she understands because mm -hmm. she's in this industry and she knows what it takes that, you know, in order for us to move forward, you know what I mean? For us to produce a film, right. you know what I mean? You, you, we had to, you, know, you have to make sacrifices. You have to do things in order to, to, uh, to make it all work. And uh, that kind of understanding and that kind of grace is what it, I think is going to take. And a lot of communication, a mm -hmm. lot of talking, and a lot of being up front, a lot of no no, no lies, no, right, right. no half-truths, none right. of that kind of stuff. Just being very up front. And also, you know, uh, she's very, we're very brutal to each other as far as acting, not brutal, <laughs> you know, like just being like, you know, let's just be honest. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you could do, that, that was good. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Like, you know, hey, you want this job or do you want this job? Like, right. make a decision, you know, step up, this, dig deeper. That's what do you, good. you know, and all those things I think are important. And, and people, you know, they they think, well, you know, how can you be that way with each other? But I think you have to be if mm -hmm. you really are. You're, remember, you're two swords trying to sharpen each other. Right. It is about connecting and sharpening. It's not about um, coddling. Mm -hmm. you, you just can't be in relationships with that. You got to be completely bare and raw with you with your partner. I right. think in order for you to go to the next level. Yeah. You're just sharing all these nuggets of wisdom today, Alano. I'm telling you, you're going to write a book about this. <laughs> well, let's talk about uh, what's, what are some other upcoming projects that you have? Um, well, I have... Uh, this... Besides the book about relationships. That you <laughs> <laughs> so I just shot... Um, this is going to be so much fun. I, I just shot an episode of a Atlanta. Uh -huh. It's a new series, Donald Glover's new series. Okay. Um, it's on FX, and uh, I think it comes out this fall. Yeah, nice. so and I'm doing comedies. So if that's going to be a different, thank God, uh -huh. I get to not do some drama right now. Um, and um, for right now, I, you know, there's... There's a couple things that I, you know, I can't talk about, but are about to happen, and we'll see okay. what what happens with that. And I'm excited. I think that this is going to be a very, very amazing year for for minority actors for for the industry. Uh -huh. It's going to be exciting. And I'm also, you know, my wife is. Uh, we're producing another film. It's called The Truth of Miss Marshall, and that's going to be shooting in August, and uh, with a different director because okay. we believe in. Um, Bringing new actors, giving them a chance. Bringing new directors and writers, giving them a chance. And just nice. giving, you know, because that, that's the thing. Everyone keeps saying, you know, well, what are you doing? You know, what are you mm -hmm. doing to talk about diversity and da-da-da-da? And I'm going, well, I'm producing. Right. And I don't have to be in it. Right, you know what right. I mean? I want to help other people find their way in to this industry so that they can have a chance to shine. Because I believe there's enough room for all of us. Exactly. Um, and that and, you know, my wife and I are finishing up on a script that we wrote that we're hoping that we get to finally act together in. So Not, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. I was like, have you guys ever done anything where, no, have you never. ever done a play together, anything? No, we've done a reading wow. together. That's okay. about as close as we've gotten. But people have asked and uh, we've written, uh, uh, I think, a very, very special Piece. So I can't wait excited. to see this. Yeah, we're doing a fantasy thriller. So it's, <gasps> we're doing something completely different than nice. and taking a chance on um, changing genres and messing with them and, and doing something special. So okay. I'm very excited. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be fun. I can't oh, wait for this. Yeah, this is going to be dope. Okay, good. Good. Trust stuff. me. <laughs> well, Trust before me. we get out of here, uh, what is one piece of advice you would want to give yourself when you first started this journey? 
Um, be kind to yourself. You know, this, this, uh, at the end of the day, none of this is, uh, this is, it's all about being patient and being kind. Be relentless towards your goals, yes. But, you know, when all these things are going on um, outside in the world, there are bigger things that are more important than this industry. Everything doesn't surround it. Right. Don't get lost in all of that. Don't focus just on that. Um, be hopeful, yes. You know, keep going after it. But when you when you fall and there, everything doesn't go your way, Back off and just be kind. Go see a movie, right. watch some animation film or something, watch <laughs> right, a comedy, right. whatever. Go or or just or just volunteer. You know, feed the homeless, help a, help some of the kids that are out out and about that need to be tutored and you know mentored and stuff like that. Put your energy in uh, connecting with people because those experiences are going to build you to be a better better artist, a better human being, mm-hmm. and uh, make the world a little better. I like that. I like that. Yeah. That's good stuff. All right, where can we find you on social media and on the internet? Okay, so I do have Instagram, <laughs> same old Alano Miller, <laughs> one and only, and the same thing, uh, Alano Miller at, uh, uh, at on Twitter as well. So uh, yeah, I'm same thing in Facebook. Say Alano Miller. It's just Alano Miller. It's just Alano Miller. Just keep it simple. Keep you know? so, no. There's only one Alano Miller. Oh, that's so. easy. You know how many Megan Thomases are? <laughs> I had to change my name so many I, times. I, I'm, <laughs> I mean, I put my name in and no one pops up. It's a blessing. It's a blessing, Alana. It's a blessing. Although, you know, I don't think they make too many, like when you go to the generic places yeah. and they have like the everyone's name. I'm sorry, Alana. That's I that's know. what you, that's what, see, I, I get those. I take on whack names like uh, Alan. And, and yeah, and, oh. and Kevin. <laughs> what? Kevin? I know. That's oh, okay. It's all right. You won in the social media. Yeah. You won. <laughs> and of course, I'm Megan Thomas at Scoop on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, Snapchat, everywhere on your social media. Make sure you use the hashtag BHL next every single week. We have guests here. Let us know who you want on the show next. We love you guys. We see you. We'll see you next week right here. Bye. Bye. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at BlackHollywoodLive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram me at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.